everybody. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? It's serious. Are you happy to have me back? Oh my God, yes. Guess who's back on the Loudest Podcast? It's me, it's Saranja. I hope you guys enjoyed your time away from my voice. I was uh, in the Caribbean. I was on a cruise to Stereos. I know. Well, look. This is the Loudest Podcast. Loudest Podcast. Loudest Podcast.com. Yeah, anyways, it's a podcast. I missed a week of podcasting. And let me tell you, I had a lot to talk about. Have you noticed that more influencers than usual are starting podcast now no i did not it, why do you think that is it's went in a big circle again like remember how at the beginning of the pandemic everybody had a podcast like every douchey guy had a podcast without well, every douchey girl has a podcast <laughs> there must be certain specific podcasts that are burning your beans oh yeah there's one there's this one very very famous influencer she's got like a million followers and she recently started this podcast where she's like a dating coach because all hot girls think they can do that <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the thing. It's like they're really good at um, finding people to fuck. So they're dating coaches. I mean, there's no way to prove that you're not a dating coach. It's not like being a doctor. Right, exactly. Or a dentist. It's like, what are they going to do? You're a dating coach. You could, you literally, Serenity, you could tell the world you're a dating coach right now and it would be true. Oh, yeah. I was the OG dating coach. Remember? I used to write those people's profiles on Fiverr.com. <laughs> Remind people about that. That was my, one of my gigs, one of my many, my many. I was very good at the hustle in college, <laughs> listeners. And one of the ways that I would make money is I you use this website called fiverr.com which is jam-packed with people like selling clip art for five dollars and I was like hey if you send me your dating profile I'm like okay Cupid I am uh I will review it and tell you how to improve it and my only qualifications are that I have a pussy <laughs> and I got a lot of business I mean like thousands of dollars doing that why did you stop it sounds like a good hustle it's i the reason i stopped is because i it just became too overwhelming mm -hmm. like i was in college i was in i was getting so many orders that i was just like well, this is getting overwhelming and this website keeps penalizing me because i'm rejecting so many new orders like an order would come in and i'd be like oh i can't do this this is gonna take me i have like 15 in the queue still and then fiverr would be like oh well if you're not looking for business and we're gonna slap you on the wrist and it was just it wasn't worth pursuing further but man i wish i would have stuck with it maybe i would have been on one of those weird netflix shows like swipe it or di diaper it diaper it or whatever yeah where it's do you want to swipe left on an adult baby or swipe right an adult baby by the way both choices put you on a date with this adult baby, because why wouldn't you choose that? Discovery Plus, in the year of our Lord, 2022, made a show recently. I don't know if that's when it was made. I think it was actually made in like 2012, okay. so this is a moot point. But Discovery Plus uh, has a show on it called like Social Media Makeover, and it's like What Not to Wear, but instead of raking your closet across the coals, they do that too. They give you a makeover, but then they also make fun of their dating profiles. It was like it was great that would that's my alternate future i missed my calling anyway why i brought this up is this one very very famous influencer has a million followers and started this podcast it's called date yourself instead yeah cringe i know it's about like dating advice for women but she put out an episode of for halloween that was called how my mom almost got murdered 
And also my best manifesting tips for November. That's when I had to unsubscribe. I was like, that's disgusting. Why would you make this? Did she think the mom murder wouldn't be enough for a full episode? She's like, ah, uh, manifesting tips too. Uh, you know, I guess you want, you want to manifest some wealth. That's why I don't get why influencers want podcasts. It's like the most unglamorous thing I could think of. Uh, listen, anyways, their podcast is not very good. I don't recommend it, but this listening to this girl tell meandering stories kind of reminds me of I went like I went on a cruise with this one hot girl and uh, listening to her tell stories is like listening to a toddler tell a story. Can I hear an example of one of those stories? It's just the stories that she tells me. She'll start telling a story and then she'll introduce a character and then like James Joyce stream of consciousness. She'll like just tell an offshooting story in the she'll say so this story involves uh, my coworker Erica. Now Erica, Erica is the other girl. I don't know if I've told you about this, but one time she shit herself at a frat party and the poop was all over the floor. So that's why we call her poopy pants. So poopy pants okay, so Erica. First off, I just have to say, yeah, this sounds like a great story. <laughs> like I don't know if someone's telling you about their friend that shit their pants, I'm on board. Yeah, it's like you're gonna have to tell a worse story if you want me to believe in your premise here. And no, so like she'll start the story and then she'll offshoot into something that has absolutely nothing to do with the main story so you have no idea which branches it's like wandering through a maze like you don't know you're walking down a long hallway but this long hallway could just lead you to a wall and you don't know that and then you have to walk the whole way back and there's no way to tell because the context clues of the story just have no hints in them just goes and goes and goes I got this other friend lover to death she talks she's very entertaining to me because she talks like a weather old like grandfather like giving advice <laughs> to the youngins and like she's seen it all and then she'll say some of the dumbest shit you've ever heard in your entire life I need an example like, here's an example she does this like every time uh, she talks and she's trying to get serious she'll be like Sriracha here's the thing you gotta know about men like that okay China is gonna own us in a few years and then there is going to be no such thing as vegetables. Like she'll that say something. to do with men. Like she'll start something like that. And, and then the I just want to point out, the Chinese have their own specific class of broccoli. That's how much they love vegetables. Yeah, no, it's very, it's very entertaining to me because it's like, what? It's like the way, the way you start is just like, oh, I've got some real knowledge to share. <laughs> and then she's like, I think there are only six planets or <laughs> something. I've never been to a Chinese food restaurant where they haven't put vegetables on there. I feel like when Chinese food restaurants put the vegetables on the side, they know you're not going to eat them. You know you're not going to eat them. It's just there to make you feel a little bit less guilty about being in a Chinese restaurant. Who eats two cold, wet pieces of broccoli <laughs> with their sesame chick? Who does that? Why is it always wet and cold and somehow also dry? How is it also... It's like got condensation on it, but the broccoli itself is dried out. Yeah. It's not, you know what, wet is the wrong word. It's got goo on it. No, I think wet is the perfect word because I see sometimes I open up my sesame chicken and you see 
broccoli that is clearly too old to be served for human consumption. Yes. But somebody like threw it in the microwave, took it out, looked at it, and it was like, ah, fuck it. Nobody's going to eat this anyway. Shoved it in the box and then put the top on. So the broccoli's not cooked, but inside, while it's on its way to you, it's being steamed. <laughs> so you open it up and the condensation has like dripped onto the broccoli. So it is somehow miraculously, Simon fucking-taneously wet and dry. This broccoli... Whatever they're doing in the kitchen, it is not steaming. It's like, we all know what steamed broccoli tastes like. Like garbage. Like garbage water. Like, it's not that. If you were to wring out one of those pieces of broccoli and look at the glass, you would not like what you saw. It would not be clear. Yes, no, I agree with you. The other thing I want to say about the Chinese food broccoli is, look, I agree that they are microwaving it. I think they're microwaving it with the microwave that came with the restaurant. You ever like get an apartment and there's just like a weird old 1970s microwave built in with like a dial or something. You're like, this is going to kill me if I try to use it. Yeah, exactly. They're using that. Hey, we don't have a microwave here. We're just to put it next to the cooking uranium <laughs> in our <laughs> kitchen. What's the problem? It's how my grandpa made it. <laughs> okay. I do like these Italian Chinese food restaurant owners that you're pitching me here. Hey, I'm cooking a broccoli here. I'm cooking a broccoli for a Kung Pao chicken here. Yeah. Ex okay. So you you know you were just doing an Italian Chinese food. Yeah. Guy. It's like it's a it's called the fusion restaurant, asshole. <laughs> Fair enough. Actually. Oh my god. <laughs> I've just had some real bad experiences with Chinese food broccoli lately. It sounds like you've had some real good experiences with cruises lately because you just went. Did you go on a carnival cruise? No, no. Carnival cruise, I, we specifically did not go on because carnival cruises are ghetto as fuck. Like every fight video I've seen on a cruise where apparently everybody gets drunk as fucking carnival cruises and beats each other up. Because every fight video I've ever seen has been on a car that was took place on a cruise ship was on a carnival cruise. So no, we've uh, sailed Royal Caribbean, the cheapest cruise we can find for Royal Caribbean. Okay, I had no idea the carnival cruise was just nonstop world star twenty four seven. <laughs> the Spirit Airlines of the Sea, they call them. I guess if you do that thing where you have unlimited drinks. You have a responsibility and a duty to get as drunk as possible, as fast as possible, right? Oh, yeah. You got to get hammered. Totally. Yeah. I've never been on a cruise. I assume that these sh ships are like like as big as like eight aircraft carriers stapled together. Oh, actually, you know what? A cruise ship used to be one of my PR clients. Really? And every year they would put out a press release where they were like, we are the largest cruise ship in the world. Like every year they'd be like, this is the new largest cruise ship. This is the new largest cruise ship in the world. And I was like, how do they do that? And it was like, they slap like five feet of metal on the front of the ship. <laughs> and then the next year they slap like six feet of metal. Nice. <laughs> Can you, do you ever like run out of ship? Is there like, do you ever run out of stuff to do on the boat? Oh, yeah, multiple times. Really? There really isn't much to do except drink and burn <laughs> and uh, wait to eat. Okay. There is it. Yeah, my cruise experience was, it was okay. It was oh. kind of mm. shitty. Mm. It was, it's clearly a thing for couples, but um, no, we did not do carnival cruises and regrettably, I did not see anybody beat anybody up. I saw more action on the subway last night on a Monday that I did on this cruise. It was fucking bullshit. I wanted to see boomers beat the fuck out of each other. To be fair, last night was Halloween in New York, which is just, I guess, 
open season for teenagers to vape on an underground train <laughs> traveling between Manhattan and Brooklyn. It's like, yo, we're underwater right now. Is this the time to be hotboxing this train car? Look, not that I was complaining. I was getting secondhand high off those kids. Yeah, it was great. People, I saw somebody vape on the train. It was awesome. And then somebody's grandma just flipped the fuck out and screamed at their kid for what, like 25 consecutive minutes? They screamed at their kid from downtown Brooklyn all the way to <laughs> uptown Manhattan. And it seemed to me like the solution was right here. Kind of like one of those like uh, old video games for kids where it's like people are vaping on the left and people are screaming on the right. What do we do? Can you draw a line that would calm down this crazy ass grandma? Um... <laughs> Okay, the crazy screaming grandma actually made me feel better about my crazy grandma who's always screaming at me. I was like, okay, good. It's not just that I'm a bad boy. It's I guess everybody's grandma in New York City screams at them. And old people are fucked up. We were talking about that on the cruise because my one friend cannot stand children like at all. Mm -hmm. We were like, well, would you rather be trapped in a boat full of kids or trapped in a boat full of old people? And two out of three of the party agreed that old people are worse than kids oh, because yeah. old people lose their sense of decorum. Yes. That woman fucking screamed for 16 goddamn miles. Kids will at some point fall asleep. Like boomers are up until four. 4 a.m. watching Fox News and just like like their brains just getting rotted. Like my grandma stays up until James Corden is done. I think she's the only person that's ever seen the second half of an episode of James Corden is my grandma. I got hit on by a boomer on the boat. Did I tell you about that? You did not tell me about this. I went to watch Encanto. They were they're playing Encanto. And do you know do you know the plot of Encanto? I only know that there is a song called We Don't Talk About Bruno and that people like to reference that song. That's it. That's all my Encanto now. Oh, okay. I don't even know what the song sounds like. So the main character of Encanto, this is all you need to know for this story. The main character of Encanto, everybody in her family has a magic power except for her, right? Okay. And also it's a musical. So they're like singing about how they have powers or don't have powers, blah, blah, blah. So I walk out to get another Coke at the bar and this boomer wanders out. He's clearly fucking wasted, like with a capital W. And he's like, you enjoying the movie? And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to mind you for content yeah sure oh <laughs> sit down <God>. bud oh <laughs> so we start talking i was like yeah I, I like disney movies i like new disney movies a bit formulaic but i'm having a good time he's like i think she does have a power it's making everybody sing and song i was like yeah great joke asshole the musical that we're watching is a musical what a great observation wow i'm super impressed at this awesome funny joke that is the worst, the fucking worst observation you can make about a musical is that people are singing and that it's unnatural. You know what else is unnatural? That we have a movie theater out in the middle of nowhere. You want to talk about that? How like we're on a floating movie theater right now in international waters. At any point, uh, the first place we stopped is Coco Cay, which is uh, Royal Caribbean's island that they own. In the middle of the Caribbean. It's like a branded island. They bought a fucking island like Dr. Evil would? Yes. That's pretty cool, actually. You can walk the whole thing in like 15 minutes. Okay. Still, do they have their own like Coco Cay jail and justice system? Do they have their own flag? And like, do you pay in like Coco coins? Yeah, you don't pay your Coco tab. You get Coco hanged before <laughs> off the front of the boat as a 
symbol to other pirates not to fuck with our ship. Damn, Coco K serious. All right, so tell me about the branded island <laughs> that is Coco K. Holy shit, listeners. Let me tell you, if you want to just fucking ball out like a fucking boomer, I give Coco K a 10 out of 10. Coco K is, the, the experience of it is if you do not give a absolute shit about anything except getting drunk and getting in the ocean, you are going to fucking love Coco K. Because let me tell you, first of all, point one makes it, it is the perfect layout for both drunks, children, and old people. Because point one, there is lifeguards and security people fucking everywhere. <laughs> everywhere, you can't fuck throw a rock on Coco K without hitting like a security person or someone to guide you back to the boat. And they're so used to dealing with drunks that they're like wranglers. They're like beautiful shepherds, shepherding everybody in the boat. You don't even need to think about it. Being on a cruise is like being like in kindergarten. They just let you out for recess. And then the teacher comes and gets you. If my life was not my responsibility, that would be the most relaxing vacation I can think of. Like I can just get as drunk as possible and like someone will fish me out and I'll wake up in my little stateroom like in uh, Stardew Valley when you stay out too late. Yes, it's great. The one day they uh, bust us from the boat. This is another thing. You don't need to walk more than like 10 fucking feet at any point in time if you don't feel like it. On a giant boat? <laughs> no, when you, once you get in the boat, you're kind of fucked. But once you get off the boat, if you uh, are an old person and you can only move 10 feet at a time, they will carry you to wherever you want to go. So Coco K is full of Jetson-style conveyor belts, drinks, beautiful ocean. I'm guessing there's food there. Yeah, uh-huh. This is... Okay, I'm just going to let you know. We're starting to sound like a commercial for Coco K. Dude, it was awesome. It yeah. was that cool. At one point, we ordered food. Like, we ordered food and drinks, and the lady came over and brought our drinks, and we're sitting, we're playing in the ocean, getting drunk, throwing sand at each other, and then the teacher came back with our food and called us, like, by name, and we're like, oh, mom has snacks. Come on. She's like, Rancho, it's snack time. Come on, come yeah, on, Yeah, and then we so went and ate our grilled cheese that was included with the price of our trip and then rolled back into the ocean. It was Fucking awesome. Okay. You're really, really selling me on this cruise thing. Obviously, one of the big things I'm interested in a, a cruise is the idea that it's like it's like a six-night, seven-day-long buffet. Where, like, at any point, I can walk into anywhere and just eat anything. Like, tell me about the food on this boat. They had um, multiple options for eating. The big option was called the Wind Jammer, which is like the buffet thing. Okay. And it's open at completely random hours. <laughs> Is that open 24 hours? No, it is not. They, room service is 24 hours. Okay. Room service? Yeah, if you want a grilled cheese, there were multiple times we ordered food at like three in the morning because we were high watching Mario Party or something. It was awesome. You guys were watching Twitch on the boat? No, not watching it, playing it. Oh, you're, you guys brought Mario Party on the boat? Yeah, somebody brought a Nintendo Switch. That's, My life is like a video game. That's really okay. Damn, I'm super jealous of this fucking cruise. Wow, room service at three in the morning. Okay, no, look, I'm not expecting this to be like some sort of gourmet paradise food. I'm expecting mall food court. Maybe Mall Food Court Plus. If I could get that, I'd be so happy. I would say Mall Food Court Minus. Really? Yeah, like cafeteria food on a particularly good day. 
I could work with that. Yeah, I no. Could fucking live with that. I liked it. And you know what? I got on the boat like, ha, I can't wait to make up fun of a bunch of boomers. Well, let me tell you, I am boomer. <laughs> I'm slowly transforming into the Welcome. 30-year-old boomer. Damn. Yeah. I'm excited to be in your secret club. Isn't, oh. it, isn't it nice to just have like anything you do be someone else's problem? That's great. Yeah, it's awesome. We went to one of our stops was in the Haiti. Uh, if you go on a Royal Caribbean cruise to Haiti, I do not recommend Labadee, I think is the town it's called. There is a artisan market that you're selling souvenirs. And I guess it's not controlled by Royal Caribbean exactly because the second you walk out of it, you get immediately swarmed by people. Trying to take the American dollar. Trying to harvest harvest the American American dollar (laughs) from you. Right. Duh. I forget. In my mind, I'm like, I just want to go on the boat. I hear the boat has movie theater and roller coasters and an arcade and a casino. I forgot. The boat stops places and people like the places. Okay. So you guys stopped at Haiti. You stopped at Coca Cola. Where else did you stop? Uh, Jamaica. All right. And in Jamaica. All right. So you get off the boat in Haiti. You're like, oh, there's this little artisan market. Was any of the art cool? Yeah, it was real cool. And I oh, I wanted to buy you this carved turtle because, I don't know, we have a running turtle theme. We got a couple apartment. wooden turtles we now. We got a couple wooden turtles for some reason. But I wanted to, there was a little stone turtle and I wanted to carve you. But the guy was like so aggressively trying to like sell it and kept it up in the price. I was like, no. And then I shot my mouth off and I couldn't go back there to get uh, souvenirs. So I'm, I'm standing outside this one store and I'm waiting for my friend who's currently getting ripped off off behind me but i'm like i'm tired i want this to be done i'm not gonna step in here so this guy comes over is like hey come to my store and i'm like no he says come to my store come to my store you don't understand I'm like uh, uh just look just look he's just looking i'm like no man i don't have any money he's like i know you have money and i look at him and i say are you gonna rob me and he says what and i say are you gonna rob me and he says what and i say Okay, so according to you, if I have money, I'm clearly not willing to give you that money. Are you going to rob me? Because if you're not, why don't you go fuck off? Don't act like you're going to fucking do something. What are you fucking saying? You're going to hit me? Go ahead, dude. I've been punched in the face exactly one time before outside of a nightclub because the bouncer wouldn't let me in because I was drunk and clearly underage. It's not that bad. You ever been punched in the face? Doesn't hurt that bad. Whatever you're imagining is worse than it actually is so please sir hit me in my jaw i'm the crimson fucking chin this will be the best and easiest 1600 dollars that ever got put back in my pocket is if i get fucking attacked on this resort property do oh. it bitch and then i walked away and i was like oh okay so i can't go back there damn it that was the last place i had to buy souvenirs <laughs> So that's why you didn't bring me any souvenirs. I didn't bring anybody anything, if it makes you feel any better. I didn't even buy anything for myself. Well, I'm more concerned with me, but I I guess the fact that we're all suffering is nice. All right, I have to say, number one, I'm really proud of you for standing up for yourself. If you say, I don't have any money, and somebody goes, yes, you do, I know you do. Yeah, why would you even say that? Okay, where do we go from here? That's a weird... What would you like now? It's a weird weird thing to say to a stranger that's like that's a weird thing to say to a stranger number two i wonder if i'm rubbing off on you in a negative way because you escalated that in a way that i certainly would have <laughs> everything you just said i imagined me saying to a stranger and then i imagined me running onto the podcast and telling that exact story Rancho, don't escalate things with strangers. You're going to get punched in the I'm face. I'm really lucky. I th- I think if I was not, if I was didn't know that I stood to make what I paid for the cruise back 
for both. For I imagine me at my entire party and some special uh, services we get back on the boat. I probably wouldn't have risked the stabbing like I did there. I think I definitely would have gotten stabbed if I wasn't on a resort property. Now, I agree that you would have gotten like a couple of free weeks of cruises, which would have been pretty base. <laughs> yeah, that would have been base. I get punched in the face for that. The guy I, didn't have a weapon. I've also been punched in the face and it's not that bad. It's once not it, that bad, right? Once it happens to you, you're kind of over the fear of it for life. Which creates further problems <laughs> because now you feel like you're invincible. If the thing about getting punched in the face is it like it happens so fast. It by the time you register what's happening, it's done. Yeah, exactly. It's like one of those kids where like they whack their head, and then there's that moment where they're like, "Are they gonna cry?" And it's like you're not crying because you hit your head. You're crying because you realized you hit your head. Right. It's like you ever stand up and bang your head on like a trunk of a car yes, or something. That's what I think getting punched in the face is similar to because like it's like it happens and you're like, oh, it hurts, but it definitely hurt more at the time of impact. But because I didn't know it was coming, it's fine. And oh. I'm just dealing with the aftermath now. All right. I just want to seal up this you escalating things with strangers <laughs> thing. Escalating things with strangers is... A game that is only played, or that only should be played, by people with nothing left to lose, <laughs> aka Stereos Coconuts. You got a whole Instagram account. You got you got a you got a whole wardrobe. You got many many birds. You got friends. You're going on boats. Like, don't start escalating things with straight. You got to de-escalate. Nah, Let me escalate. It's cool. I'll, I'm over it. My life's not that great. It's like, oh, don't live your life with drugs. It's not that great. Go ahead. Let's ruin it. Like, oh, don't ruin your life by escalating conflict. Nah, let's do it. Let's roll those dice. All right. Well, I tried. Could have right. gotten some cheaper turtles for everybody if I would have escalated further, I bet. I agree. I agree. We'd have more turtles in the apartment than we do now. A baby it was a romantic gesture. I was hoping that I would get stabbed and then uh, I would threaten to sue Royal Caribbean for the cost of a new kidney and then use that money because I got two on like whatever their best suite is. One of the kidneys does become bigger. Okay, I want to roll us back to you got punched in the face by a bounce. A bouncer punched no. you in the face. I was not punched by the bouncer. Okay. I was punched because I was arguing with the bouncer. What happened is I was outside of a nightclub and I had a fake ID and I was trying to like you know as as drunk white drunk white bitch do be drunk white bitch in. So I'm standing there and I'm arguing with this guy and I'm shooting my mouth off. And one of the girls that were next in line just runs at me and just pops me. What and did you do back? I just like fell backwards because I was drunk and I was screaming like, fuck you, fuck you. And the bouncer was like, get the fuck out of here. And my friends were like, all right, we're like, we're getting her. We're leaving. We don't call anybody. We're fine. She's going. Wow. Okay. Damn. That would be like a formative experience for me. It wasn't that bad, though, especially maybe it was because I was a little hammered because it, it when you're a little drunk, fighting people doesn't hurt as bad. That's very that's a really good point. You got you're full of anesthetic. Yeah, no, it it doesn't. Whatever you're imagining, listeners, worse than what it is, though, like getting a shot, I imagine, or getting blood work done. I've been with you when you've been when you've had a couple too many years ago. Yeah. Remember, like when we tried to get into that club that where the name of the club was literally five shots of anything for $10. Fuck yeah. And you were super duper drunk and the bartender wouldn't let you in. Damn it. You were just like, okay. And then you just turned around and started to walk away. I mean, from me too. Like I had to like chase you down and follow you. But like, 
you were very cool. Do you think you've just been rejected from so many bars and clubs while drunk that you feel nothing anymore? I think I've just mellowed out. I think I've just mellowed out with age, you know, because I was I was young. I was really, really wanting to go dancing for some dumbass reason. They, you know, because when you're young, you're like, oh, I want to be drunk at this particular place, <laughs> not the other places. No, I just don't care. Whatever. You don't want to serve me. I'll walk 10 feet down the street. The one time I was too drunk, I got kicked out of a bar for being too drunk I, like the guy was like you gotta go and i was like yeah you're probably right i do <laughs> thanks and then i got in a taxi and i walked away and i just fucking left so haiti sounds like haiti you can't go back to haiti anymore it sounds like you're persona non grata in haiti you just gotta stay on the boat in haiti <laughs> okay you stand did you get off at jamaica yes i did jamaica was the place where they they had a little uh a fun adult tour for you like you got on the bus and then they took you to your own little private beach and we're like okay kids go swim in the water we'll get you when it's time to go back oh that's so nice and okay. they did and they brought us like snacks and food and stuff they were like girls come on get your food and we were like yay oh okay that sounds great tell me about the casino on the boat because one of the things that i love is that it could be like three in the morning i can get in an elevator and all of a sudden sudden i'm in a casino yeah the casino Casino on this boat sucked massive cock. Really? Yeah, it was terrible. Okay, first of all, uh, the casino was not very big. It was about the size of like four of these apartments. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes, it was very small. I imagined half the boat was a casino because a casino, that's all boobers want. All they want is access to a casino. Right, one would think. You've and seen my mom and dad at a casino. It's like a kid at Disneyland. They do. They go fucking nuts for it. My grandma, when she gets on the boat, she goes to the doors for the casino and she just waits for them to hit international waters. She Because she wants to be first into that casino. <laughs> Was the casino small? Yes, it was. And the entire thing was a smoking section because I guess, how can you not be when you're that small? Yeah, okay. No, I guess that's true. All right, that's a good point. Were there any like, were there table games? Was it all slot machines? Like, what was the deal? I played $50 worth of slot machines. They didn't have that Lucky brand that your parents and I liked. Oh, yeah, the Loteria. Right, the ones we went on. I was talking to my friends about it and we looked for them and we couldn't find them. Okay. Uh, the table games were too expensive. It was like $20 to $5. I handled blackjack. Oh, that's ridiculous. It's just oh, like the fastest way to lose $50 in the world. Yeah, I think. holy shit. All right. You see, casino's a bust. Movie theater was cool. I used to know a bunch of people that did improv on those boats where like they were paid to like just go it was, there was there was this thing called like the Second City Torco and they were just like paid to like live on a boat for 6 months and eat the boat food and tan and then do improv 5 nights a week. Did you see any shows on the boat? There were shows on the boat. There was dancing. We went to see some dancers and they were all right. And then we went to see the boat comedian. The boat comedian was not great. I oh, wish really? I remember his name it was like that style of comedy that's just saying things like hey guys how are we doing i think we're located right in the middle of the ocean now and that was like a joke <laughs> <laughs> i like boomer humor shit like that you know 
You know how your brethren, how they like it. They just want to eat, pass out, take naps. Overall, the boat experience was a unique one. It was very, very, the weather was like perfect. I give the boat experience or the overall cruise a 7.5 out of 10. But I give the Port of Miami a 0 out of 10. Listeners, if you ever want to see a fucking clusterfuck, go to the Port of Miami when a boat is getting back in. Did you know these dumbasses? They have you loading and unloading like people getting on a boat and people getting off a boat at the same like parking spot that's about (laughs) six cars long (laughs) that sounds very miami (laughs) where they're just like where they're just like yeah figure it out okay yeah and then there's guys with whistles just like whistling in the road at cars to keep moving keep moving keep moving and the cars are like what the fuck we need to pick up people the guys are just like keep moving keep moving keep moving yeah that's another very miami thing there are people aggressively whistling at you and waving their hands at you but you don't know what they want you to do. And also, if you did do what they told you, you would crash into another car or kill someone. Right. And I'm sitting there. I'm desperately, I'm sweating bullets. I'm on my phone. My hands are shaking. I'm typing the Uber thing, like communicating with my driver as this like whirlwind of fucking uh, shit is going on around me. <laughs> I'm messaging him. I'm like, okay, uh, we're on terminal G underneath sign B. And then I get a message that says, yay gay. And I was like, fuck. We are so done. They were never finding this guy. <laughs> well, you somehow made it back to New York. You some, By the grace of God, you are back here in Brooklyn. I, look, I just have one or two more questions about the boat. Yeah. I hear that these boats have like roller coasters and zip lines and water slides and crazy stuff. Like the commercials make it sound like it's just Disneyland out there. Were there water slides, zip lines, go-karting? What was there? No, there was no roller coaster. You're really hooked on the idea of there being a roller coaster on the boat. It's just, there's a roller coaster in the middle of the ocean. How can you not think that's cool? There were a bunch of pools and like island like tiki bars in the pools. Okay. And there was a big gym and a movie theater and a arena where they did like, not an arena, like a stage, you know. Oh, oh yeah, like for their performances. Yeah. No zip lines? No zip lines. Bumper boats? No bumper boats. Bumper cars? No cars. Laser tag? <laughs> Windjammer. What's Windjammer? Windjammer buffet. Oh, Windjammer. The Windjammer. Windjammer. Okay. I do like Windjammer buffet. Was there a surfing simulator where I could simulate surfing? Yes, there was. And there was also a belly flop competition where some boomer got out there and did a backflip and everybody booed him. Because it wasn't a belly flop? Correct. Did he make a big splash? No, he didn't even make a big splash. He just wanted to get out there and fucking show his nuts out in front of everybody. All right. I'm glad that guy got booed. Fuck that guy. I'm glad that guy got booed. It's like, look... I feel like the point of the belly flop is the splash. It's like, you make a big splash, I don't care what you did. The point of the belly flop is to be in pain. I want to see somebody in pain. Yeah, you know what? I'm, that is the point of the belly <laughs> flop. I'm sorry. You're 100% right. The point is that like you're hitting the, you're the most sensitive and worst part of your body against the cold, unforgiving water from a great height. You're right. Right. It's like, haha, you could have entered the water any number of ways, but you chose to do it in the most inconvenient and painful way possible. Was there a cannonball competition? No. Just belly flops? Just belly flops. 
you got to throw a cannonball competition in there because it's like, look, I'm not doing the belly flop thing. I'm not. I don't want to hurt my face or my belly. I'll cannonball off of anything into anything anywhere. There were somehow wild chickens on Coco K also. That's adorable. Which was fucking weird. There's little little chickens running around. How did they get there? Yeah. You know, chickens are a lot like porgs, right? They're stupid birds. I imagine they would have a fucking smorgasbord because the on Coco K, because it's so small, you can pretty much access the buffets from anywhere. Oh, yeah. And they're always got food. So the birds must go ape shit for that stuff. Yeah. But the, my favorite thing about New York is how brave all the birds are. While you were gone, I was going for a walk and I accidentally found some incredibly ritzy luxury croissantery. <laughs> it was called the Dominique Ansel Bakery. And like, uh, this guy must have been like, he must have had a TV show or something. But they were like selling these like ridiculous $7 olive oil croissants. And I was like, you know what? I'm depressed. My fiance's gone. I'll eat a big croissant. And the moment I get out, the entire, like the whole block is just pigeons that are like, for me? For me? Is there some <laughs> croissant for me? And I was like, all right, you little motherfuckers. I'm going to give you the most expensive breadcrumbs you've ever had in your goddamn life. And I'm just like surrounded by pigeons. What are those little tiny birds that hop and hang out oh, with pigeons? sparrows. Yeah, sparrows. And they're all eating like gourmet luxury croissant. That was pretty much the highlight of the time you were gone. I spent the rest of the time you were gone just being sad. No, stereo, teach fiance. Enough to go hang out with her friends. Yeah. But did any of your friends participate in the belly flop contest? No, unfortunately. My one friend was drunk, though, and she was uh, on the... They were playing it. They recorded it, and then they played it on the... Uh, interior television like you know how the, sometimes in hotels there's a channel that's just ads for the hotel yes. they had like a thing and they were playing videos of it and you could see my friend in the background sitting there like shaking her tits in front of somebody's kids <laughs> they got like a video editor on the boat cutting up boat highlights to pipe into boat streaming television oh no she just happened to be like in the front of the crowd like they filmed it from a stationary camera and she's a big bitch so you can like just see her in the front but you witnessed this footage later yes you were in the room you turn on the tv there's footage from 4 p.m that day correct so there's a video editor on the boat. I guess so, yeah. Cutting up highlights from this thing. They really got this boat thing figured out. Are we going to go on a boat? It sounds like we're going to go on a boat. Oh, yeah. You would have so much fun. It's really? just like nonstop boomer all the time. You uh. can sleep anywhere. Stereo. So Wait, you love really? that. Yeah. What? Can you sneak weed onto the boat? Yes. And we did it successfully. You guys snuck weed onto the boat? Uh, how we did it, not really. Not like flour. I don't think that would be but possible. But you don't like flour anyway. You're, you're a vape girl. Right, exactly. Like, uh, what they did is, it's weird. You get there and you have to surrender your luggage. And they take that up to your stateroom. But I guess they, and they were like, oh, we searched this. And we're going to confiscate anything that you're fucking not supposed to have. And I was like, don't bring weed. And my friends were like, we're bringing weed. And I was like, okay, well, if you're bringing weed, hide it really well because they're gonna like open your luggage it's not like the tsa where they scan it and they're like okay no bombs lit like they're going through there they don't want you bringing your own alcohol they will find something and uh i don't know they just fucking got it on got first day uh st bags are sitting by the stateroom crack them open and says like oh yeah here's those vapes you gave me money for tosses them over to me 
That's really cool. You know what? All right. I'm realizing this now. Obviously, they're on the lookout for big bottles of alcohol because that cuts into their profits. Yeah. And also, because if they find alcohol, my guess is they get to keep it. My guess is that like, if you're like the Royal Caribbean search guy and you find a big bottle of Stoli, that's just going in your backpack. I mean, that's probably what they do half the time. What they're supposed to do is they're like, oh, for your safety, we confiscate it. And then at the end of the cruise, you could get it back. But that obviously that's bullshit. No, no, I don't think that's ever going to happen. But all those fucking vape pens look the same. And if they're smoking on the boat, what are they going to do? Take a hit off it and wait a couple of minutes and see if all of a sudden they're at Laser Zeppelin? Like, yeah. they don't know. I think she, ra- she like wrapped it in plastic and then shoved it into a bottle of something else. Okay. I That's rem- cool. I don't remember. It was cool. But then the one had, this is kind of smart. She had a little... uh eyedropper bottle and yeah. she filled it with tincture and she was just juicing up her coffee every morning it was great we're going on a boat this sounds freaking incredible because like the reason i'm asking about weed is that i you know because when we go to joshua tree i know you like to get fucking destroyed on weed oh yeah i love it all right i just want to make sure you have access to that go-go stuff so you're high on the fucking boat oh it was awesome 10 out of 10 would recommend oh god damn that's great because then you know what that makes the food taste so much better it does and you can eat as much of it as you want without worry you just sit there and just eat and eat and eat damn i gained so much fucking weight on this cruise one time you texted me and you were like i just ate my 30th chicken finger (laughs) oh man i'm so jealous all right we'll be back right after this with more of the loudest podcast Welcome back to The Loudest Podcast, which is quickly becoming a Family Guy recap podcast. God, I fucking love Family Guy so much. We've talked quite a bit about Family Guy. It's That is our new thing now, not just as a couple, but on this podcast. It's just generally talking about Family Guy. Family Guy is, it's like the cruise ship food of TV shows. It's fine. You can get it at three in the morning. It's warm. It's technically food, okay? Yeah, no, and I didn't know Normies still watched Family Guy either. Like, I was talking with my friends about Family Guy, and I was like, oh, damn, you guys have access to this. I didn't know you watched anything not on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think Normies love Family Guy like boomers love those four seasons of The Simpsons that they cannot stop jizzing over. Right. Speaking of jizzing over, you are the second person completely apropos of nothing to send me the clip we're going to talk about today. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we've been talking about Family Guy and kind of the joke has been like, hey, isn't it weird that we care about Family Guy? It's like a 25-year-old show that nobody cares about. <laughs> like, a lot of people forget it's still on the air. Like, isn't it weird that we're watching late-season Family Guy? No, Family Guy is now relevant again because a clip from Family Guy went viral. I'm going to play the clip for you right now, and then we're going to explain what is happening. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Peter, no. Peter. Peter. (gasps) Peter. Ah, 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 ah. That's the sound effect of uh, Lois's mother getting her 84-year-old pussy eaten by Lois's husband. 
Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin from Family Guy. For the Family Guy from the show Family Guy. Hello, Family Guy. Peter Griffin from Family Guy. Hello, Barbara Pewterschmidt, wife of what's Lois's dad's name? Carter Pewterschmidt. Wife of Carter Pewterschmidt, who shares the voice of Dr. Crowler, whatever the fuck his I name is. I believe his name is Dr. Hartman, named after Butch Hartman, who invented that cartoon that got those people killed. And then they fuck. They mouth fuck. Well, yeah, they mouth fuck. Yeah, they go to third base. Exactly. That is what happened. Uh, for listeners who don't know why Lois is screaming, it's because she realizes that her mother is watching the, uh, the seminal entertainment news show Extra. But Lois has taken Peter to a sex therapist slash hypnotist who has hypnotized Peter to eat pussy anytime he hears the extra, extra theme. So that's what was happening. This clip has gone super duper viral because everybody loves Alex Bornstein's scream acting. <laughs> uh, this scream acting is being remixed and put into trap raps and chopped up and all that. And everyone's like, you've got to give Alex Bornstein an Emmy for this scream acting. Really? Oh, yeah. It's a big... Yeah. People are dissecting the scream acting on YouTube, and they're like, this is an example of exceptionally good voice acting. Oh, my God. I thought it was just funny because it was so loud. It is. Well, as we know on this podcast, loud does equal funny. You got me there, Chief. But that's the thing. If there were ever a time to scream as loud as you could, it would be if you found your husband... Eating your mom's pussy while under hypnotic trance. We were talking about that. Family Guy has gotten gross. It's gotten gross. Yo, I watched a scene from season four today where, where Peter Griffin shoves Fran Drescher's head in a microwave and turns the microwave on and her head explodes. That's season four of Family Guy, okay? I mean, but he also, in that episode, puts razor blades on a fan and uses it to try to shave himself. And instead of like, see, if it were season 25 of Family Guy, we see, would have seen him shred like Juliana's face. But in this season four, you just see a blood splatter on the window. Like, this episode of Family Guy was gross. You're not going to hear any argument from me that this episode of Family Guy wasn't gross. Look, it raises a lot of questions. Because Barbara doesn't know that Peter is hypnotized. So from Barbara... And also, Barbara hates Peter. Barbara and Carter hate Peter because they're because they think he's like a like a fat nobody. And their daughter is like upper class high society. So Barbara sees like this person she hates come in her bedroom. And also she's sick because she's bedridden because she's got sciatica. And all of a sudden, this big fat guy who hates starts eating your pussy. But Barbara, as you could see by the end of it, she's delighted by what's happening. But I don't think, does Barbara hate Peter as much? I know Carter definitely hates Peter, but does Barbara hate him too? Because isn't there an episode where Peter's like, because Lois cheats on Peter with Bill Clinton and she's like, okay, well, the only way that we can make it even is because I fucked somebody outside of our marriage. You have to fuck somebody outside of our marriage. Who do you want it to be? And Peter's like, your mom. And she's like, okay, whatever. So she goes to her house and is like, mom, I have something really fucking weird to ask you. Will you fuck Peter? I did this thing with Bill Clinton. Will you fuck my husband? She's like, yeah, sure. You know what? I guess I'm super duper wrong. I had no idea that episode even happened. I'm like a late arriver to fail. Everything I know about Family Guy canon is from the past couple of weeks of watching it with you. Yeah, me too, bro. We watched that episode last night. We did? Yes. That's where I got it from. Oh, 
I must have fallen asleep. You probably it did. Slides right off your brain. I didn't know that Lois had sex with William Jefferson Clinton. She did. That's crazy. She likes Peter? Barbara Pushman likes Peter? I don't remember the circumstances of it, but I remember Lois being like, oh, well, I thought you would be a little more opposed to that. <laughs> She's like, no, I'll do it. Do they have sex? No, because Peter pussies out at the last minute. He's like, I love you, Lois. <laughs> okay. That doesn't sound very... You know what? I guess minute 22, Peter Griffin, is a very different person than minutes 1 through 21, Peter. Exactly. Okay. Maybe she's always secretly had a thing for Peter Griffin. You're right. That would explain her reaction. Maybe, because it seemed like she was just waking up when the clip zooms in on her post-orgasmic face. Yeah. So perhaps she's so... Because, you know, her pussy has cobwebs in it because she's so old. Yeah. Perhaps she uh, didn't know what was going on, as is classic of old people, and then woke up and was like, what? Why are you in between my legs? No, that's a... You're, t- you're damn right. That's a good point, too. See, her eyes are closed in that scene post-orgasmic, I thought, because she was just having a good time. But it could be both. Could be both. Maybe she was bullshitting, too. Maybe she was awake the whole time and she was just pretending because she didn't want uh, to explain it to Lois later. There's a lot to unpack. Okay, it's 7.30 at night. We know that because Extra is on. But that's when boomers, that's when a lot of old people go to sleep. Yeah, when you're that old, you go to bed like at eight o'clock. Okay. And if you're not, because when you're a boomer, remember going to bed is like a three hour long process too. That's true, it takes a long time. You need to start going to bed and then lay in your bed and watch extra. And then like you have to get up and do your toothbrush and stuff. And then you will go to sleep when your old life is hard. No, it's incredibly difficult. If Family Guy existed in the Family Guy universe, they would watch Family Guy to fall asleep like you and I do. Oh, yeah. When we're boomers, we are absolutely going to be watching Family Guy in the nursing home. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. This is going to be such a nice time out on the boat watching Family Guy. After Peter Griffin eats Lois's mom's pussy, it cuts to just like... I love it. The rest of the episode is just them quietly driving home. Yeah, it's never resolved. That's what I love about it. There's never like a conversation where they apologize and explain. Like they get home, Peter immediately vomits into a bucket, which Lois is understanding. You know what? This whole thing is Lois' fault. We've never established that. I mean, yeah, obviously. Well, but we haven't told the listeners that. Well, it, oh yeah, that's right. So Lois is the one who hypnotizes Peter into eating her pussy every time he hears the extra yeah thing, and he can't control it. Like he's under hypnosis after he hears it, so he can't remember anything. And I guess screaming really loudly with the blood curdling thickening in it, it wakes him out of it. But he's also done at that point. That may be like you know what if it was mid process. I don't know that, that like, the greatest voice acting in the world would have taken Peter out of that pussy-eating trance. Well, I mean, remember, he doesn't remember doing it either. Yes, you're right. I don't know why, but he doesn't. He never remembers because the first time when he ate Lois's pussy, he assumed that he had fallen asleep farting the Pledge of Allegiance. Right, and shat his pants as we establish in the next scene. Uh, Peter Griffin exit stage l- right to remove his shat in pantaloons. Yes. God damn, this is a great show. I am no longer too good for Family Guy. Um, the reason they go to the sex therapist in the first place is that Lois is like, I'm not getting anything. He's not, he's, he, he's not eating my pussy for 20 years. 
which would explain like the strain on their marriage because every time like we look at them like they're fighting they're screaming at each other like these two do not get along it's because he because Peter's not doing his job down there maybe it's that's why Lois becomes such a cunt in yes. the later season yes exactly because not getting her waterfall padoodled yeah I was thinking the same thing you know, and speaking of belly flops, the way that Family Guy demonstrates that Lois achieved orgasm from Peter eating her pussy, you remember, it just plays a TikTok of a big fat guy doing a belly flop and then water gushing up everywhere. Oh, that's true. I forgot. It just plays a TikTok in the middle of the episode. Yeah, I guess that's the new train going into a tunnel is just Family Guy playing a vertical video. <laughs> Do you remember how the episode ends? Uh, isn't it with our B-plot, Stewie has built a treehouse and Brian and uh, Chris make fun of it and then he redecorates it and they make fun of it again so he invites it back and what, kills them? Okay, look. We're going to have to put the... We're putting the B-plot, by the way, is great. I love the B-plot. <laughs> we do not have enough time to go through the B-plot and how much I love it. No, the episode ends with this. So Meg uh, walks in the room and, you know, Peter's vomiting and Lois is going there, there. Like, Lois knows she's done the wrong thing. And then Meg grabs a TV remote Flips on the TV. Wouldn't you know it? Extra's on. And then Peter starts zombie walking towards Meg as if he's going to eat out her pussy. And that's, I guess, the implied outcome of the episode. I mean, Lois stops him. Like, Lois is going like, Peter, no, 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 no. Like, Lois starts screaming and Lois grabs him. So, like, you know, she probably, like, breaks him out of that trance. But, of course, this raises the question, why is Extra on twice? <laughs> It was on earlier, and it kept going. You know, Peter, let's assume that took a little while, you know, eating, eating your wife's mom's pussy. Well, because it's the next day, right? No, it wasn't the next day. They just gotten home. It was bright out, though, but it was dark. Were they driving all night? When he ate, possibly. We know for a fact it was 7.30 p.m. when that happened, because Carter Peter Schmidt specifically says, it's 7.30, she's watching her entertainment news show. But in the background of they arrive home and it's daytime. So we're meant to believe that they drove around for 24 hours hearing Weird Al's eat it and then quickly turning off the radio, which also went viral because Weird Al tweeted that clip and he was like, can someone explain to me what happened in this scene? <laughs> like, why don't these characters like my song, Eat It? And then, wouldn't you know it, all of us were delighted to tell Weird Al about the pussy eating. It's like, yeah, now you got a flock of internet weirdos. It's like when Cher tweeted, what's a Dogecoin? <laughs> they know what they're doing when they're tweeting what's a Dogecoin. Yeah, they probably do. God bless them. Wow. They drove around for 24 hours trying to clear their head. And then Peter almost ate Meg's pussy. And now you have to know all this stuff, listeners. Tune in next week to hear all my opinions on the weight of the characters on Love is Blind Season 3. You know, I was hoping we could get through one episode without you <laughs> talking about weight. Somebody on YouTube, they made a comment and they were like, The Loudest Podcast is a show where a wholesome husband slowly gets ruined by his wife. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I think that might be happening with all these like fat jokes you're telling. Really? I think I'm getting ruined. So last night, we're at the fucking Halloween festival, and there are people, it's a New York City Halloween parade. Uh, we went a couple of years ago, and it, it was uh, unproblematic, like nothing of interest happened. Of course not. And there's a lady on one of the floats tossing candy, and Rancho goes, 
hey, fatty, toss the kitty over here. Hey there, fatty. And I'm like, Rachel, <laughs> we're outside right now. Like, I look, I get it. I can't quash your artistic expressions on this podcast, okay? I can't. Outside, you're going to get the shit. Some gigantic linebacker lady is just going to start slapping you across Bleecker Street. Bro, everybody was so drunk at that parade. Nobody would cared. There was a guy in the tree above us. Some fucking Navy SEAL climbed about 50 feet in the air into a tree on the side of New York City to get a better view at the parade. I got, look, that tree guy was based. I love that guy that climbed that tree. <laughs> he was like, fast, too. He was very fast. He got right up there. And also the tree that he was that he climbed seemed particularly weak. It seemed like a new tree. And I'm like, this guy's going to die. And we're going to see his head split over like a coconut. Yeah, I was trying to get you to move away from that because I was afraid he was going to fall. <laughs> no, that's good. No, no, no. But, uh, but I had a good little spot. But like, counterpoint. Everybody's drunk, which means someone is certainly going to punch you in the face with no consequences. <laughs> Counterpoint: She was very overweight. You gotta stop. You have to stop this. At some point, you're gonna have to stop saying the word "fat" with so much delight in your voice and a mischievous, like Santa Claus esque smile. Maybe we could do that fucked up thing that Tyre Banks did, like make me put on a fat suit and experience life as a fat person. You know what? We should do that. That'd be funny. Although we can't afford a full on fat suit, I'm just gonna put a bunch of pillows on your stomach, like when a kid pretends to be Santa. We'll have you walk around like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we could rent one. There's Santa Claus costumes all over the place okay. now. It's officially November 1st. That's true. Okay, we'll get you one of those inflatable Wario bellies. Yeah, I love it. All right. Though there was one awesome, amazing thing that happened at the Halloween parade last night, which was there was a monster energy drink float. I know. It was great. I got a beads. They, gave, they sent me a... Uh, what is it? They tossed a garland at me. Instead of showing my tits, I have to punch a hole in drywall for this. Yeah, you do, by the way. I don't think we're going to let you off the hook for that. I was yeah. a monster fan. They were tossing monster brand energy beads to ladies in the crowd. It was really cool. It was. 10 out of 10. Counterpoint, there were a bunch of politically themed Halloween floats. Yeah, there was way too much politics in that fucking parade this year. Yeah, this is not the... Look, man, this is the only time of the year we get to dress up like ghosts and skeletons without it being considered our, quote, special interest, okay? Like, <laughs> can you not ruin... Like, there were these people that were like, the truly scary thing is not voting. And it's like, this is New York. Our votes don't really matter here. Yeah. No one's going to like go to the Halloween parade and be like, oh, yeah, those librarian witches had some signs that made a bunch of excellent points about Bush Cheney 2004. I mean, if you're doing anything political in New York, you're really just sucking your dick unless you're drag level uh, acoustic. Yeah, no, no. I hear you. I hear you. And then there was, so like there was people that were like, they had a bunch of signs up about like American intervention in other countries. And I was like, yeah, we should not be intervening in other countries. Can you just play the Ghostbusters theme? You no intervened on this came. fucking parade. Uh, yeah, exa yeah. Exa there was like an evil Uncle Sam who was like puppet mastering like Bolsonaro or something. Yeah. And I was just like, this, this I want a Twix. I want a Twix so bad. Instead of holding up this 
Uncle Sam who's holding up another thing. How about you hold up some Twizzlers and toss them to me, huh? You know how many fucking... We had to, like, fight through a big crowd. It's raining out here. Last year, for some reason, I have, like, a negative association with the parade. Even though nothing happened. Can you give me some goddamn candy over here? Right. It's like, if I have to sit through your fucking pro-democracy Hong Kong bullshit, at least throw some malted milk balls at me so I can chew on them while I uh, translate this on my phone. Yeah, exactly. And then there was one weirdo, no, two weirdos, who held up humongous pieces of uh, foam board that talked about how William Shakespeare didn't write his plays. <laughs> but if you scan this QR code, we'll tell you who did write these plays. And it's like, this is worse than the politics thing. Because <laughs> now you're getting out that you're like super duper niche special interest. They weren't even dressed like Shakespeare or Ben Johnson or whoever they think wrote those plays. They were dressed like spooky skeletons. Yeah, I'm going to be real with you, Sisterios. Uh, I thought the Halloween parade in New York was going to be like this big thing with big... I thought it was going to be like the Puerto Rican Day parade or something. But no, this seemed like a lot of people with political sides and then people with cars like draped in black felt. With playing really loud Michael Jackson music, and then I guess if you paid, like, I bet $70, they let you ride on the float and wave and, like, throw things to people. The Hall- the New York City Halloween Parade, A, it's the largest Halloween... I think it's the largest Halloween parade in the world. Well, it sucks the most cock in the world, too. <laughs> it's the largest parade in New York City, and we have a parade, like, every other fucking day. We have a goddamn parade. We invented the idea of throwing confetti at people here in New York City. Ticker tape... Wall Street, that's us. But on the negative side, kind of anyone can just wander into the parade <laughs> and start being like, woo, I'm spooky. And we all clap. It's uh, the bar for this. Oh, right. There was an event, Bright. And if you like gave them $12 on Eventbrite, you could march in the parade. Yes, it's that type of bullshit. Half the people I saw on those floats weren't even in costume. They had like light up things on their head that they were selling two blocks away. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. There it was like a lot of just people waving around glow sticks that they clearly took out of their emergency car kit. There was that one float though, because I, I I remember Rancho was like Oh, it's like a Halloween parade. It's going to be wholesome. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's the village Halloween parade. It's very dirty and raunchy. Remember that one float where there were just completely nude people tossing oh, candy? Yes, there were naked tits. We saw naked tits at the parade. Well, not completely naked tits because they were artistic tits. You're not supposed to find... You're, you, I know you're leaning towards jokes about how it was hot, but you're not supposed to find them hot because they were women that dipped their tits in paint. And it was like... Uh, I'm trying to make some kind of incoherent point about freeing the nipple or something. It was talking about the beauty of the human body. Yeah, whatever. Which is like, oh, thanks. I had no idea that people could be hot. I'm glad that you're doing... Although, you know what? They're out there completely naked. It was October 31st. It was raining. You got to give those nudists credit. They really wanted you to see their tits. I mean, yeah, they must have dipped their tits in multiple layers of paint because it was raining and yet the paint stayed on. Yeah, really good paint. Really good tit paint. Really good. Look, I had a good time at that parade. I did too. It was great. It was a perfect amount of rain. To make a lot of people fuck off. Yeah, like people with kids had to take their kids home crying. It was like, ha ha, better seats for us. 
It's also the only time I can think of in the past 20 years I've eaten milk duds. Because someone whipped a box of milk duds at my head. I picked a York peppermint patty off the ground and <laughs> ate it yesterday. Yeah, that was fun. I picked it out of a puddle, not even just off the ground. It's rat. Look, milk duds is in a little cardboard box. You can't pick that out of the puddle. York peppermint patty, that's the best sealed candy I can think of. Oh, yeah, fish it out of a container of rat piss. It's definitely rated for that, bro. It's probably got some rat piss in it anyway. We, we don't know what's happening. So to does all your factors. food here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, come on. What, it's America. You're going to die. Well, listeners, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Loudest Podcast. We took you on a little audio cruise. We took you through a very popular episode of Family Guy. We took you on a parade. What don't you get with The Loudest Podcast? You don't get to come on the boat because me and Asterios are going on the boat next. I can't wait to go on this goddamn... Were the chicken fingers as good as I hope they are? Oh, yeah, baby. You'll be in chicken finger heaven. I want the ones where there's so much crunch on the outside, it looks like Freddy Krueger's skull. They did, and they had that real weird thick barbecue sauce. I love that thick barbecue sauce. You oh, my know, goodness. The one that you, the kind that you couldn't suck up with a straw even if you tried. Yeah, the one that just, like, gets in your arteries and, like, it's there. Like, that's your new arteries. Right, they had buckets of that. Oh, my goodness. We hope you enjoyed this. You leave a comment on YouTube. If you don't subscribe to us on YouTube, you go to youtube.com slash You find us there. You subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify and all this. You tell your friends about this goddamn show, because I'll tell you right now, last podcast, 2023, that's going to be our year. That's going to be our year? That's going to be our year. The rest of 2022, we're going to phone it in a little bit. 2023, we're going to pick that right back up. We will see you with another clip show next week. (laughs) 